Blog Talk Radio. of the Total Sports Live podcast here on Blog Talk Radio. And always, always, like I say before every show, make sure you check it out. If you missed any of our podcasts, especially of our NFL Draft Prospect Series podcast, you can check them out on blogtalkradio.com backslash Total Sports Live. Or if you got a smartphone, you can download the podcast. Uh, through, you can check out the podcast on the TuneIn Radio app. All you got to do Download the tuner. All you got to do is go on your Apple or Android devices. Download the app. Search the TSL podcast. Give us a follow. And if you missed this podcast or any other one, you can catch them on demand right there. We got a great show for you, for everybody playing today. And we are talking to another NFL draft prospect. We're going back down to Virginia University of Lynchburg. We've talked to so so far. We talked to all three guys from there from the past two from the past two draft seasons, and we're talking to another guy today. Joining me on the podcast, none other than 2016 NFL draft prospect, defensive end slash middle linebacker DeAnthony Cloyd from Virginia University of Lynchburg. DeAnthony, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm doing awesome, man. I want to just thank you again for having me on your show today, man, and I'm just. Getting my early morning grind, getting to it, man. And now I'm here, man, talking to you, man. So uh, everything is great. Everything is great. Definitely, and we're and I'm glad to have you on. And you know, let's before we get underway, asking you about the uh, SCS Bowl and the College Gridiron Showcase. Just give the listeners a quick introduction about yourself and your and your collegiate career because we're doing we're show, we're based out here in Philadelphia. So a lot of people might not know about Virginia University and Lynchburg and your career. Well, um again my name's DeAnthony James Cloyd. Um originally from Washington DC. Grew up in Nebraska man and I started playing ball in high school when I moved to Maryland, um Washington DC area. Uh ended up going to junior college, not qual- qualifying right away out of high school. Went to junior college, had a lot of major looks um, at the time in 2012, USC, uh, Washington State, uh, with a lot of schools interested, Oklahoma, just to name a few. Um, anyway, uh, I left there um, short after hearing about uh, the 10th semester rule in the Division II level. Um, I thought I'd take advantage of that and um, where I wanted to go academically. I knew it would take some time, and I planned around that and I also planned around my football career as well. Um, after that, man, uh, I ended up in Virginia University of Lynchburg. Um, a friend told me about the school, looked into the school, seen it had a lot of historical um, values that I, I, I knew that were for me, um, and I wanted to build on those values and those and those core things that Virginia University of Lynchburg had. Um, small enough classroom space for me to be able to work with my teachers one-on-one, for them to get to know me as a person, 
because I'm human still. I want to show love just like anyone else, you know. So um, <laughs> that school gave me an opportunity for that, and um, and I, you know, they gave me that, and I and I gave them who I am. Um, I was a great student athlete. I worked out well on the football field. Ended up um, going from junior college to Virginia. I bounced around a lot of different positions: um, fullback, linebacker. Outside linebacker, defensive end. <laughs> so, um, my experience is what carries me on the field, and um, that's what I know that teams would really, really appreciate about me and my leadership out there as well. Um, career sacks um, and tackles, man, I have them on paper, man. I think I sent them over to you, man. And, you know, yep. things from, you know, um, you know, you can tell the readers about that um, and the listeners uh, as well. But um, I just had a great time there, man. Virginia University, man. Not you know, not like I said, not a big school, man. And, you know, just a just a small crowd, man. We had and at home games, but those small few were powerful um, with their minds and their voices, and um, great environment to build with, man. Yeah, you're right about that. There's nothing like being at a place where you feel like you're home. And definitely, mm-hmm. I can get the sense to you that you know, be well welcomed. You will walk with, with open arms, and you did the same. And it was a, and it was a, be- and it was, and it was a beautiful thing that came out of it. And you know, you're not the only one that spoke highly of that school. Uh, had your teammate on James Stanfield spoke highly of the school. John Robertson, Antonio Brown, all you guys speak highly of the school, and you can definitely Absolutely. tell you guys enjoy being in that community and uh, and and being and being a dragon. Let's talk about the season for you guys and the Dragons. Um, talk about the season and the goal that you had as a team and the goal that you had individually because, like you said, you bounced around all over the field. I mean, career t- stats, 173 tackles, 18 sacks, 21 TFLs, seven forced fumbles, non-pass breakups. Just talk about the season for you and the Dragons, your goals that you had as a team, and the goals you had individually coming into your coming into this season. Well, my goal is individually, I wanted to establish my leadership. Um, I wasn't a team captain, but I was a captain off the field. And, um, you know, I, I took that I took that role on. Um, and, I, and I just was the guy who wanted to encourage, encourage everybody, no matter what the situation was when we, were on, when we were on the field. Because just like life, we're, our back is going to be against the wall a lot of times on our defensive side of the ball. And that's what, what the game's about, um, fighting for every inch. Um, leadership, um, just helping helping each other out, knowing where each other is, and you know, in life, and always being able to connect and know and know where to be, and and to do our job as individuals in order to do our core job as a whole team. Um, I think that I think what our coaches were trying to do again, like I told you earlier, was build. We wanted to build off what we had and what we bought in. Um, I don't know if I told you, but I was an addition to the team um, coming into the fall. Um, I had plans to go to another school at the time in the spring. didn't work out, so I ended up going to Virginia University of Lynchburg at the last minute. Um, in turn, what happened from there was um, coach told me, you know, he had people plugged in and um, at linebacker, so I told him I'll take the job at defense end, let me fight for whoever's there. I fight for it. Um, I had a great fight, um, you know, for that for that defensive end position because there's competition in Virginia University of Lynchburg, with no doubt mm-hmm. there's competition. There's guys who want to fight. There's guys who want to fight for life and and fight for a future um, for the school, for themselves and their and their families as well. Um, my whole thing um, with the coaching thing, 
Um, it was a great coaching staff. What we had to do was we just had to come together each and every week. We didn't have um, the best materials around us, but we used what we had each and every week. We used, we used each other. We used the weight room. <laughs> we used every everything that we didn't ha- we had. We we weren't a big Division One school, so we didn't have a lot of things. We didn't have tablets and things to communicate and, and, and you know draw up you know at home. We had to come together, set times. We had to do it the old fashioned way, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and um and and I, and that's one thing I loved about it because it, it, it allowed me not to forget where I'm coming from, um and, mm-hmm. and where to give back when it's when it's all said and done with, um. Well, other than that, man, like I said, the coaching staff, the chemistry of the team was good. Um, We loved each other, and and, you know what I mean? For the most part, we had our battles on and off the field, and um, we stuck together, you know, when it was time to stick together, you know. So um, that's one thing I I, I think that we did well, no matter what, was set set each other accountable and um, for the for the things that we were trying to accomplish throughout the season. We didn't have the best winning record of the season, but one thing I know that we did when we left each game was let those guys know they were in for a fight. And when you come to Virginia, you're going to be in for a fight. And when we come to you, you're going to be in for a fight. And um, and I think every every team, Morgan State, uh, I, I know they knew that. Um, <laughs> Elizabeth City State, <laughs> I know they knew that. Um, and 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 that's what it's about when it's come to build come to building a team, and I think that's what our coaches wanted to establish. Um, and we weren't gonna give up until the last until the last until the last seconds on the clock tick. Um, played a lot of good quarterbacks this year. Quarterback um, down in um, Livingstone, he was a great quarterback. It's hard getting my hands on him. So you know those games were big games that I really uh, will forever remember. Um, that highlighted my career, man, and. Um, I just want to thank my coaching staff and their, their families that took the time out and you know for for that school because like again it was tough man it was small we didn't have much but we used we used what we got we used each other and um, as much as we could and and we and we got to it each and every week. No, you're definitely right about that. And when you talk about football, you know, and the football team, football football team is like family, it's like brotherhood, and you know. Like you said, you know, you guys let it known that, you know, that it wasn't going to be a cakewalk going against VU, you're going to get a full, you're going to get a full 60 minute fight out of you guys. And for, and and to have that, as we see just not only in college football and professional leagues, if you give your full effort 60 minutes, you never know what happens at the end of games. I mean, just ask Arizona Cardinals what happened with, with Mm -hmm. that, you know, again, things can just happen. (laughs) Uh, let me, let's transition and talk about your game. You know, I had a chance to watch your film. Really stood out to me, especially when you just uh, let it be known that, you know, you play multiple positions. You know, that definitely catches my eye, too. I always like the players that, you know, can play multiple positions and can, you know, be kind of like a jack-of-all-trades uh, when, when when you see him on the field. Um, who do you try to model your game after, you know, that you play the end, middle linebacker, you know, who do you try to model your game after at your stature? Well, as a as a as a as a future doctor after football's over, as a scientist in my mind, I always have come come up with formulas in my 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 mind, and my life's about formulas. I feel like if you plan and and you formulate and you do the math to things, you can come out with any equation that you're looking for. All you have to do is just do the math. So, with that being said, 
I think I formulate my game around a number of players um, from today's game all the way back into the past, and I try to mimic those things and make them better from Lawrence Taylor, James Harrison, Ray Lewis, of course, um, Jonathan Velma, um, Sam Mills, uh, which is another linebacker people might not hear about was a um, middle linebacker for um, the Saints back in the Bay and, and also for the Carolina Panthers, which they call, which they hold up cheap pound and you hear a lot of times in North Carolina. Not a big time North Carolina fan, but a big Sam Mills fan. Um so uh also uh Courtney Upshaw today, uh, you know, Khalil Mack, you know, guys like that, Elvis Doomerville with my pass rush skills, you know, you know, guys around those type of natures I try to mimic my game around and I constantly study them and I constantly try to pick up little things from them um that help them in their games, whether it's it's the it's the getting off the ball faster, um, coverage zone, reading quarterbacks, reading receivers, splitting them, whatever the case may be. I try to kind of take a little bit of A plus B plus C and get C. It gets C, you know, and, and it, right. it, it's simple as that, you know. Um, and that's what I try to do, you know, and I try to create my own my own person out of that. Um, my mom always told me to be your own man be your own man, and that's kept me out of mm-hmm. a lot of things, a lot of trouble in life. Um, you know, it's always kept me on the straight and narrow because um, I knew what I wanted to be in life, and I knew what I wanted to do in my life at an early age, no matter the obstacles. So being my own man gives me that um, ability to try to create those formulas in my head and, and, again, come up with my own concept stemming from those type of players that I just mentioned. Um, so that that's definitely what it really comes down to and not just not just the coach the players either the coaches also um marv lewis um he does a wonderful job and um and um you know uh, got the pittsburgh coach mike tomlin you know who does a wonderful guy job with linebackers and and um and bill belichick just understand linebackers you know guys who understand mm-hmm. linebackers not not just the players because these players have to learn what they got from someone so i look into a lot of the coaches too and and I really try to get details from a coaching standpoint. So when I get in the game and I get to the level, I'm ready. All I got to do is ask a few questions, and I'm ready. The formula that I've been trying to create is create it. And just use me, put me in position, and let me go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. Um, definitely. No, you're definitely you're right about that, and I like how you pick. You know, you like you said, it's like you're picking a formula. So you know, you pick apart from each player's game, and you try to combine them into one. That's a a great thing to do uh, when you're you you know you say Khalil Mack, Sam Mills, Courtney Upshaw, Jonathanville, Lawrence Taylor. You know, you pick all these guys and all you know fantastic players, uh, fan, all fantastic players, and you just like you said, you pick uh, you pick you pick from each of those, and you try to you know, create the formula, and, you, and it definitely worked out. And like you said, you're, you're a student. Uh, what I'm getting from this is you're a student of the game. You're always trying to learn where you can get better, where you can improve, like you said, creating that formula and, and, and going from there. So, you know, definitely got to respect that. We're joined here on the Total Sports Live podcast, but none other than 2016 NFL Draft prospect, the Anthony Coy from Virginia University of Lynchburg. Now, when we look at your game, Anthony, I'm going to put you on the spot here. What would you say is your biggest strength, and what would you say is a weakness right now, but you can say that if you keep on working on and practicing, that weakness is going to turn into one of your biggest strengths? 
I'm an aggressive linebacker, very aggressive. So I think if I become patient and as an outside linebacker, which I think I'll end up developing into an outside linebacker rush type of thing, um, I mm-hmm. think if I learn to be patient on that edge um, in my zone coverage, I can become real dangerous um, as a zone coverage linebacker as well as a pass rusher. That's my weakness because I really, I really, growing up, I've played center to guard to D tackle. So I really played in the box growing up. So my true mm-hmm. nature is to really attack where the ball is going um, at first step. So if I think if I become very patient um, and still be, be a sudden and, 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 and very impactful linebacker, um, I think that that would be my weakness, my my strength. My strength is fight the fight to the ball. It's football. The fight to the ball. Simple. Mm-hmm. Fight to the ball. You gotta be nasty to the ball. Um, you know, you just gotta have a knack for it. You gotta have a nose for it. And um one thing I tell myself all day um long when I'm working out, you can't teach instinct. You can't teach instinct and my instinct is what carries me to the ball. Um right. That that would be my definitely my strength. Something that I definitely need to work on is definitely, uh, home, you know, I, I seen over this weekend, uh, you know, in the college gridiron game is just me being patient and um, taking the time to and read what's coming at me. No, you're no, you're definitely right about that. When I had a chance to, like I said, take a look at your uh, take a look at your film, definitely you had highlight from the from the FCS. From the FCS Bowl, when as a linebacker, I could tell, like you said, you were trying to, like I could tell, like like you said, it, you were you were put in a position where you had to be patient, and I can tell, like you did a really good job at that. Like you're, I go, I watched, and you were just like, I'm in the middle, but now I got to die, like I got to diagnose the play before I read and react because a lot of quarterbacks, you know, they'll try to throw the middle linebacker off, and then when you when seeing your highlights when you were uh, VU well, you know, like you said, the instincts always getting to the ball, you know, high motor, you know, don't put don't you don't stop till the whistle is blown, you know. And and when the running back or when the quarterback wants to pull a read option, you're not forward, you're staying in your gap, staying focused, saying like, You're not going anywhere. I'm gonna make sure that you're gonna be stopped in your track. I think there was one play where the running back thought he was going to try to get past you, and you just told and he just totally like fell down right in front of you. <laughs> like, right, yeah, right, it. right. It's just smart. Again, just smart, instinctive plays, and I could just go. I, you know, it wasn't a big play for me, but what I wanted to show people was that if you're in your thing, you're breaking down people's film all week, and if you put yourself in a position, you know, almost everything goes out the window. Everything they can possibly mm-hmm. do is. Um, it, it, it's already be. I, I have a great saying that the that the war must be the more, war must be won on the battlefield. And the battlefield is watching the film and breaking down the film. And you win the war by nature by doing that. Right, definitely. I I'm totally agree with you on that. I wish more players took. Uh, well, a lot of players can definitely learn from that and take from that. Now, when we look over your career, we can even say from over your career or even at the SDS Bowl or the College Gridiron Showcase. Who is the toughest player that you faced over your career? Um, my toughest over my whole career from college to high school. Um, we'll we'll just stick to college. <laughs> uh, college. Um, oh, man, I think I would say the Livingstone quarterback. Man, he was real nifty with that with that ball. Man, um, mm-hmm. again, man, I 
he was really nifty. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Um, but if you look him up, Livingstone College quarterback, man, he was really, really tricky with that ball, man. And, again, you know, having a knack for the ball. And, and if you know you got a defensive end, you know, like J.J. Wall, who really just has a knack for it, and he's coming for that ball, man, you got to have some tricks up your sleeve, man. And that's one guy that I, I honestly say as a quarterback who slowed my rush down by his simple ball motions and, and being able to be a magician in the backfield with that ball, um, you know, and being able to control the pace of my defense was really was a distraction for me. Um, you know, that, you know, not physically, the tackle wasn't the physical um, aspect to it. It was the, it was his ball, his ability that he had in the backfield with the ball and in the, in the, in the short timing that he had, uh, which really threw the defense off um, a little bit, um, you know, towards the end, you know, and towards the end of the game, man. That was one tough quarterback, man. Yeah, you're right about that. I know the quarterback you're talking about, and his and his name is escaping me as well. But definitely, I know I know the quarterback that you're talking about. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about the. No, let's talk about after the regular season. After the regular season, you had the chance to play in the FCS Bowl and in the College Gridiron Showcase. Just you know, talk about. Talk about being invited to those two, you know, two great to them two great events, you know, having a chance after your career is over to say, you know, after your collegiate career is over, like I can now continue to keep on pursuing my dreams and I'm getting a chance to play in these two, you know, great games, also games that are for small school talents. Talk about that and then just talk about the experience and what you took from and learned from both of those. Well, those two events were um a blessing. Um, because again, coming from the D two, um, we didn't we didn't fully play out our schedule. A couple games canceled on us, but um, those were the two games that I that I feel like um, were opened up to again help with that exposure that it takes to get noticed in this league. Um, mm-hmm. Being around those caliber guys, getting to see what I'm, I'm you know up against, getting to see the competition again. Um, just using the mind, you have to kind of see what you're up against and it's kind of to develop what your game needs to develop into in order to achieve what you need to achieve. So, again, being around those high-caliber guys that's coming out again this year, um, along along with me, man, that was a blessing, man. Hands down, I couldn't see it no other way, man, just getting out there and just, and just another speed of the game because, you know, coming from D2, we played a couple. We played Morgan State, Elizabeth City, um, you know, those good, good, solid games, man, good, strong games. Uh, but, again, you know, um, played the top guys in the nation this year from east to west. You know, they came in on um, Florida, very fast guys, man, good size, you know, great ability, man. And um, the FCS Bowl, uh, again, networking, meeting people, um, it was a wonderful opportunity. Learned a lot about the game. Uh, met a few agents, which I'm talking to now. I'm trying to work out a few deals with now. Um, also, still looking for agents, so um, my ears open to that right now as well. So, you know, the thing about the college gridiron game was a whole another level of um, of competition, which was another. It was kind of like a level. It was another level. It's kind of like it's kind of like been an arcade game for me. These last couple of months, if that makes any sense, and I'm just right. I'm, I'm on a roll, man, and I'm just trying to get to the next level, man, and um, man, that's what it's just been like. So the college gridiron game, man, it was a whole nother level. Um, 
Tennessee center. He was there, man. Um, LSU fullback, man. A lot of great guys. Georgia's tailback um, came out a couple years ago. Had to see him. Um, a lot of great guys, man. I can't, you know, I'm so overwhelmed, you know, coming from D2, being in this, um, you know, this arena with these guys who just played at the highest level of the game. And I'm one of maybe four D2 guys here, you know. So right. um, <laughs> that was a wonderful experience. It let me know um, that my game my game has a, an ability to it, and I just need to kind of fine-tune it and then find that fit for me. And once I find a fit in the team and the coach who can kind of tune it up for me, I think that I'm – completely raw ability right now and I'm a full sponge right now ready to collect much information as possible, um, which I did from Marvin Jones, which is my linebacker coach there. Um, I just want to give him a shout-out. Marvin Jones played 11 years for the Jets, New York Jets. He was a wonderful blessing. Great guy, man. Great guy. He's just open open heart, man, open hands, but he's, he's going to let you know, man, when you're messing up. But he's a great guy. He taught me a lot about the game. Um, in a short time that we were there, um, just about just different, you know, personnel and just different aspects of the game, little little small things that a linebacker has to see before the ball even snaps off. So, um, again, he came up with some great drills for us to run. Um, God knows what he's doing, basically, man. And um, and I haven't met, you know, coming through this, you know, this long process of junior college, um, you know, from high school to junior college to possibly one A scholar one A student to division two student athlete, you know, so um it's been a journey, man. He's probably been one of the most exciting guys I've been around, um, you know, in the whole process of this all. Um got a great few plays in there, got got some matchups, man, got a lot of good plays. There's a lot of guys, man, so um reps were reps were tight, man, but they, they the ones that that I got, man, I made them count. I mean, each and every one, each and one of those reps count, man. Um, I played against, played with some great linebackers, uh, University of North Carolina linebacker corps, um, LSU linebacker guys. There was a lot of great guys out there, man. I, I, I can't even count the guys that I met and just, like, linked up with, man. It was so awesome, man. Right. I can't even explain it, man, for real. It was just a blessing, another blessing. And, um, you know, I just, you know, just my family just for supporting me and um, just everything. The whole process has just been a blessing, total blessing, man, total blessing. Changing my life, it, it's totally changed my life in a couple of days. And um, I, and I know there's more to come with this. <laughs> no, you're right about this. There's more to come. And, you know, it just what you, what you have said, you know, definitely goes online from other people, other players that played in the FCS Bowl and the College of Iron Showcase. You know, it goes along with everybody was saying, great experience, especially in the CGS, you know, like you said, coming from a D2 guy, you know, a D2 guy playing with guys that, you know, D1 dudes, I mean, quarterbacks from Michigan, Dartmouth, you know, running backs from Georgia. Like you said, just that so much talent and you being recognized as one of the, you know, one of the, one of the better, one of the better, best talent coming out of D2 to play with those guys. Like you said, it's nothing, you know, nothing but a blessing. Got a few more questions for you before we let you go. Definitely appreciate you coming on. No, take your um, time, man. Take your time. <laughs> what, what, uh, what is your motivation? This is a question that they, that everybody, that all our uh, listeners like us to ask our, ask our draft prospects when you guys come on. And that is, what, are you, what is your motivation when it comes to the game of football? What keeps you going 
through this through this journey right now, through the journey you have been going through, and you know what keeps you going, especially through the days of training, as you know you get prepared to take the next step to the pro level. Passion, passion, and dedication, man. Commitment—that's what it takes for this game. And fight, mm-hmm. I'll fight for my future. It's just the downright to be able to fight for my future, to make it how I want to go. Um, my family, God, um, I can't, I can't, I can't see it being any other reason but those reasons right there. I'm a simple man, and those are it right there. That's what keeps me fighting every day. My family, God, the ability you've given me, um, you know, I can't compare, I can't compare nothing else to that. Um, that, that's what, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Man, I agree with you. I agree with you on all points about that. Like you said, the fight for the game, the passion, and like you said, you know, number one and two pretty much, or one and one, one A and one B, you know, family and God, you know. And, you know, you see, like you said, you've been blessed with the talents that God has given you, and you have, you know, and it has gotten you to this point so far. So, like you said, you can't go wrong with, you can't go wrong with none of those things as you continue on uh, with your journey. Another question, and since we had a lot of uh, guys from VUL on this season, like I said, hey, your teammate on James Stanford last year, we had on, you great know, guy. John Robinson. Great, great definitely guy. is. And, I can't and even we had explain on. how wonderful those guys are. Those, those, are not, those, are, those are blessings, too, just to let everyone know. Those are blessings. Definitely. John, like I said, John Robinson and Antonio Brown, another two, uh, those other guys that we had on last year. At this time, how does it feel when you see guys such as, you know, John and Antonio, you know, get pro opportunities? How does that make you feel? And, you know, does it give you encourage, does it give you encouragement saying, you know, if they can get it, you know, and they're coming from BUL, then I can get it too? Keep pounding. Keep building. It's a vision that we have. It's a vision that when you come to Virginia University in Lynchburg, it's a vision that you will have. Mm-hmm. That will push you. That will restore every every reason why you should do what you're about to embark in. It's a journey. That's what it's about. It's a journey. It's it's almost just like <laughs> you know we all know this story in the Bible. Why you know Noah really didn't understand why God created the ark, but you know what He built it, and when it was time, right. it was meant for it, and it happened. And it was one of those. It's one of those things. Once you, once you, once you see the vision and your vision is restored, you, you kind of be, you kind of gravitate into another being, another person. Um, your wants, your needs, your hunger, your desires, um, the 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 ability to 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 take burdens off of your families and friends, and with with this ability God has given you, you know, that's what I think pushes them, and I think that's what gives us all that breath of air when times are hard and and when we mm-hmm. think that it can't be done, but when we see one of our brothers, one of the ones that we were homeless with, basically, <laughs> lights off, can't understand right. why things are happening around us, but every day we get up at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning, eat breakfast, do what we can to put in our stomachs, and we go to work. And we and we put what we can in, and we and we and we gut it out. And when you see them do that, 
and let you know that that's what it takes. That's what it takes. It's coming from here. That's what it takes. You got to gut it out. You got to gut right. it out. Got to go the extra mile. You got to go the extra mile. You got to run. You got to run further. You got to jump higher. You got to do everything that everybody who isn't willing to do, do. It's a test mm-hmm. that you got to prepare for. And the way and the way that we had to prepare for this test, we had to do it. We had to do extra. It was this is just like taking the SAT or the MCAT or the LCAT all over again. And the way we had to prep for it was a little extra because where we come from, our resources weren't that many and far few. And and at the end of the day, we treat each other like we want we want others to be treated, and that's how we get through. That's how guys like us get through it. No, you're definitely right, and it's paid dividends off, and, you know, especially for those two guys. Those two guys are, you know, having getting opportunities, and, you know, James and, and, and you are going to be following in the same footsteps because you guys all have that same hunger and that same passion to play this game, and people that, that have the passion to play that, to play this game, and, you know, that always go the extra mile and work harder than the, the work harder than the day before, and they just keep on pushing themselves and working. They deserve to play at the next level. That's just my that's my true belief and true opinion on how I see things. And last question here before we let you go is this is this is this is, this is how, it's kind of like it's kind of like a more laid back funny question if you per se. Um, if I were NFL if I were NFL GM and I'm the GM for let's just say I'll go to Eagles and we're here in Philadelphia based here in Philadelphia. If I'm a GM for the Philadelphia Eagles and you had to tell me why I should select you in the NFL draft, or if I'm, or if any NFL GM, CFL, AFL GM, IFL GM is listening to this podcast right now, what would you tell them right now? They say, "The Anthony, why should I select you to be a part of my organization?" <laughs> I'm a great, great guy for the community. Like I, I've just been raised in. Uh, a community that just comes with hope and love, and um, it, it took a village to raise to raise me and my family members. So I think when it comes to that, that I am the face um, that people can hold up, not just the face, the things that I do, not just the things that I say, but the things that I do um, in the community. If I have the chance and opportunity to, to give back and do the things that that I know that our communities need, and not our, just within our communities and other communities, whether it be India who needs water, fresh water to, you know, great, great, you know, just those type of things are what I want to be able to do with my abilities at the end of the day right. is give back, give back to the people who have given to me. I had a coach who passed away. Um, I just want to be able to give back to his family who really taught me the game, really encouraged me. Again, I grew up wrestling. I didn't know anything about football to high school. <laughs> so he told right. me, look, you can play this game. Like, with your size and your quick, you can play this game. And it, you can go to school a lot faster, you know, at the time, you know, a lot faster for free at the time. So, you know, I want to give his family back something because, he gave my mother something and me something that my mom something as a single parent, uh, something to hold on to and you know give me, um, and, and just just my school, my high school, my junior college, Los Angeles Prince College, all the way up to Virginia University of Lynchburg. I want to be able to do those things um, for everybody and give everybody a chance and an opportunity 
to do what they love to do, whether it's play an instrument, um, to working out, whatever it may be, to drawing, art, whatever. I want to give people in the communities a chance and opportunity and resources to do those things because that's what it takes. America, we have great people. We got great things going on. I think the world needs to know that um, within our community, besides everything that we see going on in the world today, I think that that's what needs to be seen is what goes on in our community and the positivity that drives us, um, you know, some guys to be stars, you know, and that's what it really comes down to for me, honestly, man. That's what it really no, comes down to. That's what I put my neck and my back on the line for. Uh, I definitely agree with everything that you just said. And if I was the NFL GM listening to you right now or a GM in the CFL or AFL, I would definitely want you a part of my organization without a doubt. You would be the guy that would be the glue of my team that would, you know, lead us through the tunnel every every Sunday, Saturday, whatever the game is played would be my first guy running out on the tunnel. I truly, truly believe that and want to say that. But I definitely appreciate you coming on the Total Sports Live podcast today. We definitely appreciate it. Looking forward to seeing how your journey plans out and looking for, and looking forward to keeping in touch to see how this all ends up for you, D'Anthony. But you have one more last thing for our listeners out there? Um, keep fighting. Keep pounding. Make a way. If you don't have a way, make a way. Make a way. And I think that's the best. I think that's going to be. I think that's the best way to, to uh, sum it up: restoring the vision, passion, and make a way. I think that's the. I think that's the best way to sum up everything right there. DeAnthony, thanks again for coming on. Really appreciate it, and have a great rest of the day. As it's early, so I'm probably they're probably going to get back to work and working now. It's early, so I know y'all ain't stopping yet. Oh so yeah, definitely nah, don't stop, man. Going to gas up, and we're going to get right back to it. <laughs> Definitely appreciate you coming on, man. Appreciate your time, and and have a great rest of your day and a great journey leading on. Thanks, man. Again, appreciate you.